Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. This weekend, more on that just ahead. And while traffic and weather, of course, for you, and also why Virginia needs more fixed route transit options. We'll have that story just ahead as well. Good to have you with us this evening, and welcome to Thursday. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Memphis police spent Wednesday night issuing Twitter alerts about an armed and dangerous suspect believed to be responsible for multiple shootings and then announcing the arrest of a 19-year-old as that suspect. Leading up to him being taken into custody, Memphis police did ask folks who were in this area to shelter in place. Memphis police did say that he wrecked. It's unclear uh, what exactly he hit, but there is certainly a uh, sense of relief. A Memphis police officer just drove by pounding his fist saying we got him and that's the sentiment that we're hearing out here across the community given uh, what this man is accused of doing. That late report from WREG-TV's Jordan James. We don't yet know if anybody was hit in any of those shootings. In Canada an arrest and a death in the fatal stabbing of 10 people in Saskatchewan. The second of two brothers has died in police custody. He was arrested by police and taken into custody. A knife was located inside the vehicle. Assistant Commissioner Ron the Blackmore of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. The other suspect was found dead earlier. Yet another arrest in the news tonight. A public official in Las Vegas identified by police there as the suspect in the fatal stabbing of a veteran newspaper reporter. Robert Tellis recently lost his primary race to stay in office as public administrator of Clark County who deals with wills and estates. Longtime Las Vegas journalist Jeff Gehrman was found stabbed to death outside of his home Saturday morning. One of Gehrman's most recent investigative stories in the Las Vegas Review Journal was about an alleged toxic work environment in Telus's public administrator's office and an alleged inappropriate relationship he was having with the co-worker. Correspondent Omar Villafranca on the health watch. The COVID pandemic has apparently taken a mental toll on a lot of Americans. Between 2019 and 2021, the percentage of American adults overall who said that they'd sought and received any mental health treatment over the past year was up. That according to a report from the National Center for Health Statistics. But the group where we really saw a, a big increase was uh, the youngest of groups of the 18 to 44 year olds. The agency's Janine Schiller says rates of mental health care was significantly higher for women compared to men. Sabrina Cupid for CBS News Atlanta. Apple is out with several fancy new gadgets and CBS's Dan Lieberman takes a look at some features. The Apple Watch Series 8 adds safety features like vehicle crash detection and health options like cycle tracking. Women's health is critically important. The new AirPods offer personalized spatial audio and improved noise cancellation. And also new the iPhone 14. In sports, American Francis Tiafoe from suburban Washington now in the U.S. Tennis Open semifinals among the men. This is CBS News. Being heavy was so hard. I would get out of breath just by going up steps. At Anova, weight loss isn't just about losing pounds. It's improving your overall health. As a designated center of excellence, Anova's team develops a comprehensive weight loss program just for you. That's why Eric proudly says, I have lost 111 pounds. My type 2 diabetes has been completely resolved. I would absolutely recommend Anova's weight loss program. Start your journey today. You have everything to gain. Visit anova.org slash journey. WTOP at 1203. 
Thursday morning, September 8th, 2022. Mostly cloudy this overnight early morning. Might see a spotty shower or two by daybreak. A little low in the 60s. We're at 70 straight up right now. Welcome in this Thursday. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. Among the top stories we're following for you locally, a Montgomery County Sheriff's deputy was shot and killed 51 years ago. Now we can tell you this morning that a suspect has been arrested in this case. I never thought this case would be solved. It has been. And anybody out there that wants to be bad, just remember that. That's Melvin Hall, whose father, Montgomery County Special Deputy Captain James Tappen Hall, was shot and killed in 1971 while he was working security at the Manor Country Club in Rockville. Now, 51 years after his father died, as the result of what police believed was a burglary in progress, there's been an arrest. The Montgomery County Police Department's cold case unit tracked Larry David Becker, also known as Larry Smith, to Little Falls, New York, where he'd been living for 45 years. Police say during that interview this month, Smith confessed and waived his extradition to Maryland, where he'll face a charge of first-degree murder. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.04 Thursday morning. A Prince George's County executive is defending her decision this morning to enforce a month-long curfew for people younger than 17. On Twitter, Angela also Brooks writes that while some people disagree with her decision, she is responding to county residents who have asked what more can be done to protect their children. Also Brooks is also making it clear the police will enforce this curfew if they find someone breaking it. She says they will educate them about the curfew and tell them to go home. She says she's hoping parents will actually take their children inside by 10 p.m. on school nights, by midnight on weekends for the next 30 days. Also Brooks says that county residents, in her words, deserve both freedom and justice, which includes the freedom to carry groceries into their home, walk the street and pump gas without fear of being violently assaulted. Meantime, neighboring D.C. has also quietly resumed enforcing the city's longstanding curfew for young people. The Washington Post on this reports that 16 people have been picked up since August 1st for violating the district's curfew. In D.C. during July and August, kids under 17 should not be out and about between midnight and 6 a.m. Those hours in September through June are 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. Sunday through Thursday and midnight through 6 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. The city's curfew began being enforced back in 1999. WTOP at 12.06 Thursday morning. Sunday night was a frightening one for an Uber driver from Rockville. It is a story you'll hear only on WTOP this morning. He says a run-in with people on dirt bikes and ATVs in D.C., led to shots being fired at him. Javier Gutierrez says he was in the area of Union Market when a group of riders were running a red light in the area of H and 4th Street Northeast. He says one of those riders hit his car. Then he claims all the riders turned their attention to him. I instantly panicked. He sped away and moments later, he says. One of the dirt bikers took out a gun. They fired uh, several shots. He says he continued to try to outrun them, which he finally did. I was like, if I stop, you know, they're going to end up he only stopped when he encountered some Marines in southeast D.C. who helped him call 911. In the back of his car, he saw two bullet holes. D.C. police say they're investigating what took place. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. If you live in the area of Union Market, you're asked this morning to check your security cameras to see if they caught the chase at around 9 p.m. over the weekend on Sunday night. WTOP at 12.07, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. Who is Virginia for? Well, in the fall... It's for mountain dwellers and leaf peepers, apple pickers, cider sippers, trail running overachievers who all inevitably become spa soakers and fire sitters. 
Will someone get me a cozy flannel? I'm going where they are. As I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of lovers. So come love it for yourself. Try a new way to travel on Car Free Day. Use transit, ride share, bike, walk, scooter, or telework on Thursday, September 22nd. Take the free pledge at carfreemetrodc.org for special promotions and a free raffle entry for a chance to win great prizes. Even if you're already car free or car light, take the free pledge today and commute with confidence. Visit carfreemetrodc.org. That's carfreemetrodc.org. Thursday. Morning, September 8th, 2022. Welcome in this fairly midnight hour to WTOP. Glad you're with us. You're with WTOP. Back Dean Lane. The time now is 12.08. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Thank you so much. We'll start off on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway. Delays are very dramatic right now from just after the I-270 spur. Again, this is on the inner loop of the Beltway. The brake lights continue past Old Georgetown Road all the way over towards just before the Georgia Avenue exit. Uh, that's because of the work zone that's got multiple lanes blocked along the left-hand side of the roadway. Looking at the cameras, just a single right lane is squeezing by and thank Thankfully, things do pick up as you approach Georgia Avenue. But because of all those delays, the southbound side of I-270 is backing up, of course, as folks try to make their way onto the inner loop. So far, the westbound side of the ICC has the work zone blocking two right lanes near Lay Hill Road. I-270 is up to speed. No issues to report right now. I-95 and the BW Parkway looking pretty good. Hearing about an accident seen on the outer loop of the Bellway, it's going to be near Ritchie Marlborough Road. As of now, no delays because of it. If you're headed on the northbound side of 210 near Audrey Lane, sounds like a, some police activity has all lanes blocked on the northbound side as you make your way towards the district. Do follow any police direction in the area. 66, handful of work zones per usual on the eastbound side of 66. You'll find one near 29 in Gainesville. Single lane gets by that one. Same story as you had past 234 uh, Sudley Road. On your approach towards 28, just that far right lane getting by. No delays because of it. Then after 123, you'll have two left lanes available to you headed towards the Beltway. Interloop traffic looking very much up to speed. No issues headed through Tyson's and up towards the American Legion Bridge. Eastbound 66 headed past 29 in Roslyn. Single right lane also getting by, but no delays because of that one. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. On this Thursday, starting off with some patchy fog and mostly cloudy skies, temperatures in the 60s. Skies become partly sunny throughout the day today with highs in the mid-70s to around 80. A really nice finish, a nice evening in store. But before then, there's a chance for an isolated shower mainly west of Washington. Plenty of sun in the forecast tomorrow, low humidity, low to mid-80s. Another beautiful day on Saturday with the chance for some scattered late-day showers and thunderstorms on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're at 70 degrees this midnight hour. Tyson's Corner, 70 as well in Crofton, 8 a 70. That seems to be the favorite number this morning, Lafont Plaza. And we are at 70 in our nation's capital right now. This latest check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. I love the latest throughout the morning. This overnight and midnight to 5 here on WTOP coming up for you. It's 12-11.
Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed using usability studies, and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result? An integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW-1. That's 877-WEBNOW-1. This is WTOP News. Good morning, 1212 Thursday morning on WTOP. Glad you're with us. WTOP, we're watching the latest of the Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago investigation. New reporting shows material on a foreign nation's nuclear capabilities was apparently among the documents seized by the FBI last month. Some of the documents were so closely held, only the president, a cabinet-level or near-cabinet-level official, could actually authorize others to know about them. All this reported by the Washington Post. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with reaction from the intelligence community. It's an Alka-Seltzer moment or a Pepto-Bismol moment. They, they've got that sick feeling in their gut. And I was told we really need to understand that only nine countries in the world have nuclear weapons. The U.S., Russia, Britain, France, China, India, Pakistan, North Korea, and Israel. And everyone in the small group of countries have reason to scramble now to figure out, to try to figure out if their secrets were, first of all, curated by the U.S., and secondly, more importantly, if those secrets have been exposed to some actor that may have hostile intentions towards them. So the U.S. intelligence community has a very big problem here. Um, can they be trusted? Because the fact that these documents made it out of their secure place to this place where they were found that's a really big problem and a really big worry. We know a lot of people are walking around Mar-a-Lago from the cleaning crew to hotel visitors to friends of the president uh, and the former administration. Isn't it so easy to imagine somebody just whipping out a smartphone and starting to take pictures of these documents? Well, here's an even more critical issue. What you just said, there are only a handful of people in the world that are cleared to see this information and none of them work at Mar-a-Lago. It's a club, it's a resort, it's a private residence, and we know there have been security issues there over time. And there has been this question about why those documents were not returned, even after attorneys and those that supposedly worked for the former president said they were. What is the deal with these documents? What's the plan for these documents? That's what's happening, whether it's been a smartphone, whether it's somebody scribbling things down on a, on a napkin. This is a major issue. Have you heard anything from your sources about what might happen now, or is it just a matter of watching and waiting here? Watching, Sean, is at the bottom of the list. U.S. authorities, I can almost promise you, are aggressively trying to figure out who saw this stuff and if it's been shared, sold, exchanged, or in some way viewed by those that aren't allowed to see it. And there have been those who've been talking about whether or not the former president should be brought into custody because of this, because according to the law, 
people who do this kind of thing, people who take documents like this out of their assigned place under the law are supposed to be detained. So I, I don't think watching is something folks are going to do much of, at least in the government right now. We may have to watch, but I can guarantee you, I can promise you, there is a flurry of activity taking place behind the scenes because of all of this knowledge we've just come into in the last 24 hours. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green in a conversation with Sean and Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Thursday morning, September 8th. It is 12-15 sports time and Rob's turn this morning. The Nationals lost a 6-5 heartbreaker in St. Louis. Walked off by Tommy Edmonds game winning double to cap a five run ninth inning in which Kyle Finnegan issued two walks and gave up four hits. So what do you say to the guy after a performance like that, Dave Martinez? I won't talk to him till tomorrow. He's upset. He's frustrated. I'll just tomorrow when he's calm a little bit, I'll just talk to him. Just talk. When you're close games, some days go well, some days don't. The biggest thing for me is that you got to come in here up four runs and uh, you got to pound the strike zone. You know the walks are going to get you. It also spoiled a brilliant homecoming for Luke Voigt, who homered among his three hits against his former team in his native Missouri. As for the Orioles, a 4-1 loss to the Blue Jays slid them four and a half games behind Toronto for the last. American League wildcard spot. Francis Tiafo is the talk of the town, both locally and nationally, thanks to his historic victory over Andre Rublev at the U.S. Open, making the Hyattsville native the first American to reach the U.S. Open men's semifinals in 16 years and doing so in front of a very pro Tiafo crowd in New York, telling ESPN. I've always loved playing in front of crowds. I remember when I was 19, I played Roger here. I, I just love that. I mean, that's why you work hard to be in those kind of situations. So now I'm seeing the other side of it, so it's nice. It'll be nice if he can get two more wins and become the first American man in 19 years to win a Grand Slam title on Sunday. The same day Washington opens the Commander's era, it's 2022 season, and the Carson Wentz era. He was named one of Washington's eight captains for this season. You can see the full list on WTOP.com. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. WTOP News Time, 1217. The top stories we're following for you this midnight hour Thursday morning on WTOP. The new COVID boosters that target the original strain and the Omicron variants are now widely available throughout our region. You can get the shot from county health departments, the D.C. Health Department, and many area pharmacies. Virginia lawmakers were called into a special session of the General Assembly on Wednesday to appoint new judges, but Governor Glenn Youngkin wants lawmakers to also focus on repeating a law that would, repealing a law that would be, that would ban sales of new gas-powered cars in Virginia in 2035. And familiar territory for Capitol Hill lawmakers who are yet again looking for ways to avoid a government shutdown in the coming weeks. Senate Democrats are considering linking a gay marriage measure to a spending bill. Stay tuned. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Thursday morning, September 8th. It is 1218. Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. In Virginia, the eastbound side of 66 has a few work zones as you had past 29 in Gainesville, you'll find that the right lane is getting by there with a minimal delays, of course, but they're out there. If you're continuing past the exit for 123, you'll have two left lanes getting by as you head past Nutley Street on your approach towards the Beltway. Inside the Beltway after the exit for Roslyn, that's exit 7329. Far left lane is all that's getting by that work crew. No delays at all there. Of course, it is just a single lane getting by. 
If you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway, things are quiet, headed through Tyson's and up towards the American Legion Bridge. 395 is up to speed, no issues across the 14th Street Bridge and into uh, the city. Southeast-Southwest Freeway is quiet. Inbound side of the 3rd Street Tunnel, listener did let us know that the work zone is along the right-hand side of the roadway, and you will have just a single lane getting by on your approach towards uh, Massachusetts Avenue. Once you get past Massachusetts Avenue, things, of course, open up. Now, because of that work zone on the right-hand side, the exit to D Street is still closed. Northbound 210, as you make your way just past Audrey Lane. Got some police activity through that area. Looks like all lanes are blocked. Follow police direction there to make your way around it. You will likely be turned onto Audrey Lane. If you're headed on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway in Maryland, you're jammed up from just before Old Georgetown Road all the way down towards Connecticut Avenue. A single right lane is all that's getting by right now, and that's causing some pretty serious slowdowns. You got brake lights on the southbound side of 270 because of this as well. New Hampshire Avenue got the crash somewhere between Georgia Avenue and Sapling Ridge Lane. As of now, all lanes remain blocked. It did sound like a downed tree was involved here as well. I-95, BW Parkway, both looking good. Route 1, it uh, looks like a crash here as you make your way past Lincoln Avenue. Proceed with caution there. If you're headed across the Bay Bridge, the work crew does block the right-hand side of the roadway just as you come off of the bridge itself. And not to worry, though, you got plenty of room on the left. No real delays because of it. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Some patchy fog in spots on this early Thursday morning with an isolated shower or a few sprinkles possible. Otherwise, we're starting off today with temperatures in the 60s and will warm into the mid-70s to around 80. Sunshine increases throughout the day. There's a small chance for a shower, but most, if not all, of your Thursday is dry. Really nice weather for Friday and Saturday. Plenty of sun, low humidity, and highs in the low to mid-80s both Friday and Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're at 69 in Chantilly, 70 this midnight hour, 10 quarter. 70 as well in Columbia, 70 in Holding in our nation's capital. This Thursday morning, September 8th, this check brought to you by New Lacombe Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Visit newlacombedesign.com. WTOP at 1221. Thompson Creek Designs builds and installs replacement windows without supply chain delays that other window dealers are seeing. You get high-quality windows at an affordable price, direct from our local factory, installed faster than other window companies. Plus, it's our biggest sale of the year, with 25% off all windows and doors, plus no interest until April 2024. See ThompsonCreek.com for details. Call 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone. WTOP News. WTOP at 1221. Good morning. A federal tax credit for those who buy certain electric vehicles will be available through 2032. Thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act signed into law by President Joe Biden. This morning, consumer man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, says this new law should boost electric car sales down the road, but not right away. Yeah, the new legislation is designed to accelerate the sale and production of what Congress calls clean vehicles by extending the existing tax credit of up to $7,500 for those who buy all electric vehicles, some plug-in hybrids, even cars powered by hydrogen fuel cells. Because EVs tend to be more expensive than comparable gas-powered models, the extension of the tax credit might steer more car buyers towards EVs. And if the U.S. is going to meet our climate goals, we need to get millions more drivers behind the wheel of vehicles that don't pollute. 
So let's run down the new rules of the road created by the legislation. Sure. As soon as a president signed that bill into law, this provision kicked in. A clean vehicle must be assembled in North America for buyers to qualify for the current federal tax credit. This will disqualify some EVs already on the market, such as Hyundai's Ionic 5 and the Kia EV6. Other requirements take effect in 2023, including the buyer's income and the vehicle price. Individuals with modified adjusted gross income and AGI of more than $150,000 won't qualify for the credit. The cutoff is $300,000 for married couples filing jointly. The SUV, pickup, or van you buy cannot cost more than $80,000. For all other EVs, the limit is $55,000. This means the Tesla Model 3 sedan, which sells for around $48,000, would qualify. The Model S sedan at $106,000 would not. Clearly, Dimitri, Congress was trying to target this tax credit to middle and lower income folks. As you write about in your checkbook story, there are also requirements about the batteries powering these vehicles. Yeah, Congress wanted to jumpstart domestic manufacturing of electric batteries to reduce our dependence on foreign countries for the raw materials such as lithium, nickel, and cobalt. So starting next year, a steadily increasing portion of the minerals needed to make the batteries must come from the U.S. or countries with which we have free trade agreements. That means starting in 2024, EVs with batteries made with minerals that come from China, Russia, or other foreign entities of concern won't qualify for that tax credit. What about somebody who wants to buy a used electric vehicle? That's the really cool thing about this new law. It creates a new tax credit for used EVs and other clean cars, up to $4,000 or 30% of the sales price, which is ever less. Again, there are income requirements. The vehicle must be at least two years old, and the selling price cannot exceed $25,000. Even so, this should help more Americans get into an EV. How are car makers responding to all this, Herb? Well, the automotive industry realizes it has to transition to electric vehicles to meet regulatory requirements and to satisfy consumer demand, but manufacturers aren't happy with everything in the law. There's concern that limits on manufacturing and battery materials are unrealistic, and that a significant percentage of the EVs currently on sale are now ineligible for the tax credit. Clearly, there will be growing pains, but I think in the long term, the law should reduce greenhouse gases. It will create manufacturing jobs here in the U.S. and lower the country's reliance on foreign supply chains. Consumer man Herb Weisbaum, the contributing editor at Checkbook.org, talking with our Dimitri Sotis. Read more at our website at click away. Search electric. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Two brand new tickets are making their presence felt in D.C. From U Street to downtown, from Adams Morgan to Anacostia. Introducing the District Diamonds and 51st Scratchers from D.C. Lottery. Inspired by the district, made for the district. With prizes up to $151,000. Grab them today from your local D.C. Lottery retailer. Because here in D.C., this is how we play. Please play responsibly. WTOP at 1225. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street will try to make it two in a row today after stocks had their best day in nearly a month yesterday. It won't be easy. The forces that have driven stocks steadily lower in recent weeks could easily reemerge. The Nasdaq led yesterday's rally, gaining about 2%. With the Fed's next interest rate decision less than two weeks away, expectations are rising that another extra-large increase is coming. The market is pricing in an 80% chance of a three-quarters percent rate hike. 
If you're looking for a new smartphone, wireless plan, or both, now's your chance. Wireless providers are rolling out deals after Apple unveiled its new iPhone 14 lineup with improved cameras, longer battery life, and surprisingly, no change in price from last year's models. Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile are dangling goodies including free phones and services like Apple Music and free data storage. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Certipro commercial painters have powers beyond those of ordinary painters. 